welcome back to another episode of ceo talks today we have a really special guest joining us a visionary leader who's been instrumental in shaping the financial landscape of one of the most dynamic and innovative companies in the culinary world i'm thrilled to announce to you the chief financial officer of zomato a true financial maestro whose strategic insights and financial acumen have played a pivotal role in driving zomato's success story get ready to dive in deep into the world of finance innovation and the future of dining as we sit down with mr akshan goel we welcome you sir Okay, so so did your peers uh, play any positive impact uh, in the IMB because obviously it has the best minds in the of India, one of the best minds. I so think yes. Is- I mean, you get out of a city, and in that was the first time I went to a to study actually in a hostel. So you you meet people from all over the country, which was not the case, for example, in DC because eighty five percent of the students work from Delhi, right? So. and and you suddenly realize that you might feel you are smart but then you meet so many people who are much smarter than you right so i think it's it's uh, and and all of that rubs off right so i think being among good smart people uh, whether it's an engineering college any b school in the country uh, you always learn from uh, from being around other people and especially when you are uh, in a day, in a hostel and living with those people as well right so you make new friends you you learn from them so yes i think uh, uh living and working with uh with my peers with friends in 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 my b school really helped me uh, a lot at that time okay sir sure uh yeah so uh, i wanted to ask more about some stuff related to the startup culture right now and as we seeing startups have become more and more prominent like there are more and more unicorns i think india's crossed more than 120 unicorns recently uh-huh. so uh-huh. i wanted to ask you about what all changes have you noticed in this culture over the last decade or so and like which industry is according to you the most promising one currently so see like a decade ago startup uh, were not as common as they are today forget about unicorns but just like uh, willingness of of young people to work in a startup was also not there right i remember like 2009 10 11 uh, i mean if someone you if you met someone was working in a startup the first impression was ki yaar kahin naukri nahi lagi hogi bechara isliye like is trying to struggle in life and find a job right so i think that has totally changed now uh and uh, uh and startups are like one of the main employers for people graduating uh these days and uh their employer of choice so and that has happened because i think people have seen these businesses succeed over time uh it has led led to wealth creation it has led to uh growth of the individuals right and large industries have come out of it whether it's e-commerce food delivery ride sharing uh financial services payments right so i think the products and uh, services that we use today uh, they seem like they've been there forever but like 10 years ago the country was very different so uh, so yeah i think uh, uh, startups are here to stay and uh, uh 
I think uh, I think the next ten years the impact is going to be much bigger and 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 larger than what the startups the impact they've had in the last ten years, right? So, uh, uh, so they 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 will continue to become a larger. Uh, they will continue to dominate. I think in terms of the employment generation for for a lot of young professionals and. Uh, in terms of your second question on like areas, sectors, etc., I think like, I think while you know e-commerce, e-commerce and uh, some of the industries I mentioned uh, were the outcome of the last ten years, the next ten years could see uh, perhaps some new sectors where we'll see uh, businesses grow, and it could be gaming, it could be uh, AI, uh, uh, you know, uh, and uh, it could uh, there could also be B two B businesses, right? SaaS businesses, startups. Uh, I think India is primed for that, uh, given a large uh, talent pool on the IT services side and uh, in general, right? So I think yeah, I mean, I mean the industries could change depending on where the opportunities are. Uh, but I, I, yeah, I do expect that uh, even in the next ten years, you'll continue to see uh, more and more startups becoming larger and larger. Sure, sir. So, sir, uh, we would like to discuss about uh, your startup. Like you had founded a finance startup in the early stage mm-hmm. of your life. So, how was your experience uh, being and being a founder? And what were some of the difficulties you faced? And uh, uh, adding to this, do you think those experiences are helping you now as a CEO of Zometo? Yes. So, I think like every experience I've had so far, I think has helped. Right. It's not always. Uh, it's not always very obvious on how doing A helps in B, but I think you learn a lot with every experience. So, so, so answer to that is definitely yes. I think that's been a, a very helpful experience. And I think the what what that you know the doing the startup doing that startup what that exposed me for the first time to was essentially leading team with leading people, which I had never done in the past. Right. So, I think uh, the whole setup when you're responsible for. Uh, for about 15, 20 people, which was the size of my startup, and you are responsible for hiring them for their career, uh, you know, so you that ownership is very different as compared to, uh, you know, when you're working in a much larger organization, which I had in the past, right? So I think that was a new element for me, and which is sort of helped me in my journey thereafter as I moved to uh, Zomato, which was when I joined again a small business, but now it's grown to be a fairly large business. Okay, sir. Uh, sir, I would like to ask a question. So, what, according to you, are the most important considerations for building a strong and effective team, which could lead to the growth of an organization? I think it is trust. I think if you can create trust with your team and people can trust you, uh, I think that's all about it. Right? I think I, I strongly believe people work for people; they don't work for anything else. While money, everything else is important, but largely speaking people work for people and and you can enable that if if you can develop trust with the team right and there are various ways you can do that and everyone has their own style but to me i think that's really important if, if your team can trust you then they'll work for you yeah so it's all about the leadership style you are following we also as a society we also follow that so uh so i'd like to ask you as we all are aware of the evolving landscape in the food delivery industry 
with swiggy achieving achieving profitability and the government in introducing coins in this uh, light of uh, increased competition how do you plan to navigate this competitive environment and formulate your future strategy so that zomato continues to be successful yeah so i mean look that there's always competition it's not like we we have competition now 3 4 years ago we also had competition it was in fact it was more intense there was uber eats there was food panda there was ola so many players so i think competition is part of the game i think uh, it's never going to go away and i think at least at zomato we try to worry less about competition we we watch them we learn from them but i think as a business we need to have our own strategy we need to have our own uh, goal and and we need to have our own ways of getting to those goals right so i think just sticking to basics is what we do and i think rest takes care of itself i think thank you so for that answer sir i would like to ask that how does zomato uh, make a balance between innovation and financial discipline while making a strategic decision also what was the rationale behind the blinkit acquisition and how did zomato benefit from it yes so blinkit acquisition rational to padh lena there is a full uh, presentation on it that we had disclosed right i think your first question is interesting on on uh, you know how you make a, a balance between financial prudence and and innovation and uh, essentially the question if i understand correctly is that look how do you take a call or how much to invest behind a uh, behind a potential innovation where you don't have clarity or you are not sure whether that will work out or not right so i think look you have to take risks especially in uh, in the startup space you know because you're not doing something which has already been done you're trying to create something new right and uh, you know it's about the upside and downside right so you'll have to do 20 30 experiments take bets and and you're hoping that you know few of them will work and uh, difference between i think a successful startup and a less successful one is like how many of your bets are turning out to be winners versus not uh, right and i think that's you know that's what dif- really uh, differentiates and uh, and and therefore you have to look at uh, you know you have to have a form of from a point of view have judgment on on how much risk you're willing to take at that point in time given how much cash you have in your business um, you know what is the upside and downside in that risk you know usually at least i think of taking risks where their downside is uh, is predictable and and you know how you can mitigate and and control that downside right there are some calls that you need might need to take where the downside could be really huge and and you know it can get unmanageable and those are the kind of risks at least i like to avoid so i think it's about taking calculated risks and and hoping that look uh, things work out uh, yeah so continuing on this topic of innovation uh mm-hmm. i would also like to ask you like how can you you know in how do you foster a culture of innovation within a team while still mitigating this risk i think you have to clearly communicate this framework to people right otherwise everyone is confused that how much risk can i take how much risk i cannot right so internally talk about a concept of multiplier risk that look if you take a risk and the upside is huge 
right uh, and the downside as i mentioned is known and 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 you know that it can be you know it is within the appetite that you have then you should go for those risks you know if if, if there are risk where the upside is very limited it's like a waste of time and resources so i think it's just about reiterating uh this whole framework to your team consistently and also leading from the front doing it which will eventually give people comfort on what are the kind of decisions they can take and and where they should draw a line right sir so sir we would uh, now to like uh, discuss more about your habits so like it's a very old saying that uh, not only your intelligence and not only your hard work makes you successful but it's the habits which you cultivate over a long period of time So, sir, mm-hmm. what habits do you think are necessary for uh, everyone, and especially for students, which they should, I think, uh, uh, cultivate in their life? In I think. Uh, I look. I think. I mean, habits. I mean, it's very. It's a very personal thing, right? So, uh, I don't know. Like, I mean, in general, I think like, I like to see people being disciplined in life, right? I think. Uh, I, I usually believe that if if you are not disciplined in your life, then you don't. you can't be disciplined at work right health is important so uh, so i think focus doing anything that that help helps you and and you guys are young right now so i think that it it might seem less relevant right now for you guys but as you grow you'll realize that uh, you know uh, fitness and health is something that you know that that becomes really critical and also important for you to do well at work right so so yeah i think like i don't have a list of habits that i think are the 10 habits that will make you a great professional or entrepreneur but i mean there are so many books on that so you can refer to them but i think like have 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 some things which you like whether hobbies or you know which which you do which you spend time on have a list of things that you want to repeat every day and that depends on you know what your beliefs are in life in general and what's priority for you but it's important to have some uh uh discipline in general in life and and that discipline uh, then you carry on to work uh, you know makes you more effective so sir uh, just uh, add to that question what are some of your hobbies which uh, do you you do on your free time so i play uh, drums uh, and i learned that like 5 6 years ago uh, i swim uh, i play tennis i play squash so largely these four things okay right sir so as a cfo of zomato like what would you suggest what to the student who are interested in finance that what are the what are the abilities they should inculcate or get to uh, have a good future in finance yeah i think padhai karo bas aur kya hai matlab don't i think i think i, I generally feel people should be open minded i think even myself as a student in the past i think we have these biases ki yaar mujhe to yahi karna hai right so i uh, interview so many people who come with a very strong bias of ki nahi mujhe to finance hi karna hai mujhe investment bank hi karna hai mujhe consulting hi karna hai ya mujhe engineer hi banna hai and and those biases usually are there because of some very very vague reasons they're not like it's not like you know there is any background in your life which has made you decide this is because maybe you saw your friends or people you got inspired from were one of these things right so and then then as they go along in their 
journey as a student and you know they and then they become professional they realize maybe you know they made a wrong choice and and they would have been more effective at something else so i think especially when you are undergraduate at this place right you are all undergrads right now or i don't know even post grads uh, i think like you should be open minded and flexible on changing course if what you are doing is really not speaking to your heart and i think that's the most important thing to succeed right just so just like don't stick to one thing because you've been saying that for 2 years therefore you want to stick to continue saying that i think it's fine i think uh explore uh you know explore everything and you have you i mean that's the entire point of education and having such a vast curriculum so that you can get exposure to various things and then just follow your heart and i think do what you enjoy the most so sir just to add to that question so i'm pursuing bba in financial investment analysis it's a hmm. finance subject so like after 3 years of my graduation i realized that uh, i was not a finance kind of guy but for the past years i was studying finance and uh, hmm. the opportunities which will come to me it will be somewhat finance oriented so at hmm. uh, that point what sh- do you think as a student i should do study i think you have to figure out how do you change courses right so do a mba or do i don't know like do a cfa or i don't know do something else right which will give you open up doors to whatever else that you want to do right so i think you the sooner you make that choice i think the easier for you it will be right 10 saal kaam karne ke baad aapko realize hoga it will get harder and harder how old are you guys right now 19 to bahut time hai yaar like you should use next 4 5 6 years to figure out what you want to do in life and it's not like if you studied finance and not working on that it's going to be a waste of time i think what you've learned here i mean let's say you become a sports commentator for example right that's what you realize five what you've learned will still help you it'll make you better in that what whatever you do even as a sports commentator like i so i think these things are you know every experience that you will have in the next 6 7 years will be helpful i think i believe that in that age it's not about you know finance or engineering or science or commerce i think any of these things is going to add value to your life so if you have that mindset then i think you should just like figure out what you are enjoying more than what you've done in the past yeah thank you sir so my question is how has the quick commerce and uh, food services industry changed uh, due to the pandemic quick commerce was never there i think uh, at the time of pandemic so it's it's a very recent uh, business therefore uh, food delivery i think uh, uh, i i mean i think it's a very weird outcome because at the time just immediately after the pandemic the business uh, reduced a lot because people were worried about the uh, the safety uh, aspects of 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 ordering food from outside but uh, food delivery was also one of the only service which was active during lockdowns right so i think a lot of people got to know about the service also in a way right so and therefore once the lockdowns ended we've seen a a decent growth in the business post that right so while in lockdowns the business shrunk but post that as we have come out of lockdown now to 3 years of past i think the business is now growing healthily uh, because of the awareness uh, 
that that this business got during the times of lockdown pandemic and uh, you know being the only service other than e-commerce that was active at that time right so yeah so so we all always wish sometimes wish that uh, let's we can go back in the past and you know rectify some of our mistakes so what were your mistakes in your college life which you want which you suggest college students to not do as i said i think so i think enjoy the uh, i mean no major regrets honestly in the college bit i think i would have regretted had i not went out of home and stayed in a hostel and studied i think that aspect to me was uh, very eye opening revealing so i'm glad i did that uh, outside of that as i said i think you know with in hindsight actually i feel there is no mistake you can make i mean as, as long as see your basic principles values in life you need to stick to them uh, you know but i don't think beyond that you can make anything any major mistake like the, the the streams that you choose the subjects that you choose honestly will not matter in the long run right so just sticking to basics and and sticking to you know as i said being disciplined and and, uh, and i think getting that exposure making the best use of the time that you have in an institution which is offering you an opportunity to do multiple things i think one should do that and not just uh not just box yourself to just like okay i will only study i will not join any club or the other way around that i will only do extra curriculars i will not study i think so like everything else in life balance is important and i think uh therefore using your time you know in an optimal way doing everything that you can and taking the advantage of the infrastructure that you have in in, in the colleges i think is important so you just mentioned balance and so the last question uh, so i just wanted to ask you like you had also mentioned that health is a very important aspect which we often take for granted especially when we are young so and that's something we've kind of noticed in our own college lives as well like with all the society work all the studies work and all the work that's piled up on us we often end up sleeping at like 2 3 o'clock mm. at night and waking up at 6 o'clock in the morning so how would you suggest that we you know try and you know help develop our health and make give that more importance because yeah what's up this is all avoidable i think people and i also did this right so you sleep late you wake up early because i think that's cool in college so i think if you stop feeling that it's cool to do that and you know there are answers so you, you can easily do the same amount of work that you're doing today while sleeping 6 hours so so i think it's about prioritizing and at this stage it actually doesn't matter i also by the way slept 3 4 hours for 2 years in imb but again it was cool right so if you were sleeping early people will make fun of you right so so you have to get over that and if you are able to then i think you will find answers it's not like there is any earth shattering work that you can't complete in in 18 hours in a day yeah, you can so i mean and, and food habits are food habits are also equally important right so like you know red bull and and all of that like you have to have that awareness also so i think it's it's largely about self awareness right so if you're aware that look i i i want to make some choices in life and i want to stick to them then i think it's not hard you can you can do that okay okay
thank you so much sir for joining us today and for answering our questions uh, yeah my pleasure yeah all the best to you guys so we know you have a very busy schedule taking out 40 minutes of your life for us like it really appreciate sir thank you very much sir